Welcome to Killer Kush, a podcast where we smoke. Oh yeah! And talk about killers, caspers, and cryptids. My name's Lady Cocktonberg. My pronouns are they, she. My name's Lick Namak, and my pronouns are he, him. Welcome to episode eight. 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 Episode eight. Two months of podcasting. Wow, that's so crazy. Yeah, we've done it. Wow, time passes like really fast or really slow, and there's no in between. Have you ever noticed that? No, it's just very fast all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your vibe? My vibe this week is doing the damn thing. I have been doing the damn thing this week. I am rebranding all of my tattoo stuff. Everybody go follow at Pickled Ink Tattoo on Instagram. Um, I've got a new logo. I read it all of my flashes. I also, we've had meetings for We Are Collective a lot this week because we are working on residency stuff for next month. Uh, last night at Manically at 2 a.m., took down our curtains in our living room and macrameed seven plant hangers oh. and hung them up. I don't know if you've been in there I yet. haven't yet, no. One of them's a double-decker plant hanger. Oh. Yeah, so I built those or made them last night by hand. I love that. I'm so excited. Yeah, I've been doing the damn thing. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. What's That's your vibe, so dude? amazing. Wow. I can't wait to watch our next resident artist. Yeah, no, I'm just manic right now. No, That's yeah. all that's yeah, happening. Last so week, good. I was like... <sighs> yeah, literally. And this week, I'm like... <laughs> just ready. Anyway, what's your vibe? Um, My vibe is chill. Um, uh, well, I can't really think of anything that's going on. Well, oh, I found out my friend Oliver told me last week that like brains are made of like zeros and ones. So neurons either fire or they don't fire. So the question is, if you sliced a brain into like salami sized pieces, mm-hmm. would you be able to take all that zero one zero one and put it into a computer? And then would that like computer and that AI personality be you? Or would there still be missing something? Or would it still be missing something? Like, could you become a computer using just your brain programming? So I've been thinking about that all week. That's my vibe. Oh, like if they could turn... All the zero one zero one zero. Well, it's just like they're talking... I think the med- the comparison is our synaptic processes are yeah. acting as zero ones. Well, and if you so if you took those individual part. synaptic processes and codified them as zero or as one, yeah, what would, would it make? That, would it be... What if it was Amazon.com? <laughs> it's literally just a link to Amazon. You put it in and then Amazon's like, hello. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is just the first computer AI that was literally, literally. Well, well, you guys also licking my foot. I wasn't gonna mention it because I was like, don't talk about. No, I actually am watching him get in between those toes. Between them, and honestly, it's like, okay, well, I've been in the woods, so enjoy the salt and the bees. (laughs) You're wearing very cute pink nail polish right now. Thank you. It's starting to fall off. I painted my nails before you came, and then they looked ugly, so I took them off, and now look at my hands. Yeah, they look like you just, like, oh, it looks like if you reached into a, a pomegranate or something that stained your fingers. Yeah, because it was, like, a red. It was, oh. like, a deep red, and I put this iridescent color on top of it, and then it looked like a murky pool, and I took and it off. not in, like, a sexy, like, lord way? Not in a Nick is a grungy boy way. And uh, it looks like his niece did this way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, sometimes rough things happen to the best people. Well, and and I, I believe that. that I, I'm the best? Well, My God complex just skyrocketed <laughs> even <the> further. <laughs> I'm the best. All I heard is I'm the best. Uh, you said. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. 
little Lego earring. Nick is wearing an Ikea. Um, what do you call those? Buck boy hats? Bucket hat. Bucket hat. Well, it's because I'm balding. I pronounced it. Nick is wearing a balding hat. A balding cap. <laughs> a balding <laughs> cap. My balding cap. A little Lego cap. earring. Yeah, cool. and a square blue Lego earring. It goes with yeah. the Ikea hat. Yeah. I'm also wearing a 90s Taz shirt. Oh, yeah. Some um, regular... No, from my dead grandfather's closet. Ooh. Um, <laughs> And I'm wearing some general, like, blue wash straight jeans that are tight rolled old navy uh no levi from the thrift store wow levi yeah i'm kind of like a, a fashionista <laughs> there's just a man in the back just like hey nick here's your jeans <laughs> <laughs> thanks levi <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i'm a fashionista uh, now i'm actually uh yeah. one of my other new adventures i'm doing is starting a fashion instagram oh uh Cool, cool, cool. You've got a lot of social medias to manage, is what I'm noticing. You should hire an assistant. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, I'm not going to do that, but I have thought about selling my macrame plant hangers because they're pretty easy to make, and I think I could make a profit off of doing it yeah. for, like, time commitment to it. Yeah. Just, like, doing custom orders and people being like, I want a braided one that's two or three, you know, plants that can hang on it. I don't know. Yeah. I think I can make some money off of it. So if anybody's interested in that. Have you thought about selling your dog? Too many times to count. Which dog? <clears throat> One more than the other. Is it Bam? You don't like Bam as much? Do you think about selling Bam or Elio more? I don't know. Which one do you think is worth more? Okay, well, I think Bam, at, like if someone's just looking at them, I think Bam is really, you know, a cute, tiny dog. But then you remember that he's going to be short forever, and that gets less appealing <laughs> with age. <laughs> so, him. Katie being 4'6. I hate <laughs> short people. Listen, I'm 5'2 and a quarter. This is a <laughs> large sized dog for you, Katie. Yeah, I really. Well, you can hold him like a little baby because he puts his little yeah, paw behind yeah, him. Yeah, you can. But Elio is more polite, and. He's a gentleman. Yeah, he's a gentleman. He's a little more meek sometimes. Bam is like. <laughs> Yeah. So, worth more at first, worth less if you know them. If anybody wants to buy my dog, let me know. But also, if more importantly, if you want to buy a plant hanger. <laughs> <laughs> then really let them know. Really, really let well, me know. Well, how would you like to go uh, get a plant hanger, winky wink? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Bye. Oh, yeah. Bless you. Bless you. Why is your image a fortune cookie i don't know what <laughs> it reset this Wait, is my yeah, background you have that basic ass background oh can i show you what i was Mac. looking at oh i'm gonna so get cute. warrior cats um keychain back to warrior cats oh my god you're getting them <laughs> yeah well i was trying uh, to decide they look like that kind of i thought they would set. look more thundercatty yeah they well, look like that yeah, so... That's okay. how they're described in the book? Let me show... Well, kind of. So they look like basic-ass cats. Yeah, they're supposed like, to be cats. Like, LOL just doll cats. cats. I think that that's just, like, the styling that they chose, but my favorite is this one. Or are they supposed to look like a uh, He-Man character? What's a He-Man character? <laughs> well, Google Thundercats. Okay, Thundercats. Oh, did you think they were going to be, like, humanoid cats? Yeah. Oh, Oh no, these are like humans. These aren't cats. Well, that one's a cat. But the oh, I guess they're all cats. I looked for longer. Um, no, they're just regular old cats, and they talk about humans. They call them two legs, but in my mind, I didn't know how to pronounce that, so I was like twalegs. <laughs> That's <laughs> Until twalegs. Until I realized. <laughs> oh yeah. my god. Anyways, okay. 
so today, Nick, what's you the really topic? wait? Hold on, you really made it a slur, like. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not that. <laughs> Two legs, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, Do you think um, the author meant it in that way? Do you think that the author was hoping somebody would fall into this uh, idea of a prejudice of a fake world and uh, how the vernacular of the surroundings and environment would change how it was pronounced? <laughs> so maybe it is. Twaligs? Like they. Hmm. Yeah, well. <laughs> like it's cats. Yeah, because it's this. like cats like making up the language and the society. Yeah, and yeah. you're just interpreting it as English. Yeah, wow. And this is their, this is actually the Bible. So, Warrior Cats is true. It was Welcome back to the Bible. John 3 14. <laughs> the Bible by whoever wrote this book. Susan. Suzanne Collins. <laughs> Who wrote the wonderful series, Susan Warrior Cats. Um, so this week, what are we covering, Nick? We are covering the Russian... We didn't say it in the beginning. Ah. Well... Well, if they're listening still, they're listening Yeah, still. Russian something is we all you know. We to get to it. Yeah. Um, the Russian sleep experiment is what we're covering for our conspiracy week. Um, <coughs> do you... Well, obviously you know about this. This would be a great time to... Welcome our live audience, Philanise, and our dear, mine and Katie's dear past roommate, KC. Um, you didn't even call him our friend. He's our dear friend and past roommate. Nope. <laughs> also, my two very cute dogs are here. Yeah, they're Making right. loud noises in the back. Yeah, and one of them just bit my hand around it, but not really. <laughs> did it bite your hand, or did you stick your hand in its mouth? Yes. That's what <laughs> well, I thought. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, anyway, the Russian sleep experiment. We're Russian and we're sleeping and experimenting with each yes. other. So, the Russian sleep experiment. So, basically in the 1940s, Russian Russian researchers kept five people awake for 15 days straight. So, they did this using a gas-based stimulant and kept them in a sealed environment in order to monitor their oxygen intake and just make sure the gas didn't kill them. Mm-hmm. So... Apparently, it was toxic in high concentrations, so that's cool. And this happened before there were, like, closed-circuit cameras. They only had microphones to monitor them and those weird, like, mirror window things. Like the so one-way mirror. Yeah, so Put your finger on it if you, if you're not, if you, if you're not touch, if you are touching yourself. When you, if then, you, then it's, you, you can see through it. What's that rule? You know the rule where it's like you have to touch a mirror and if you can see through the mirror or if your finger touches your reflection then it's something and if it doesn't touch your reflection it's to like find out if a mirror is one or two ways in dressing rooms and stuff and like private places because it's been known of like people in establishments to create and videotape through a one-way mirror and like changing rooms and restrooms. Damn. Yeah, well, so you're supposed I to touch literally, it. Literally, I like. But I don't know the fact. Like, look at my ass, uh, and then I walk I don't away. know the fact. It's if you touch it, and it, um, and you're not touching yourself. There's like a gap. That's a real mirror. But if you like go straight up against it, and it's like you're like pressing it, and like you don't see yourself. So like gap anymore. is good. Gap is good. Gap, gap is good. good. Gap is good. No gap. No gap. Somebody's watching. Run, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> I'm like ninety-five. Thank you, Casey. You're welcome. That's why you're here. Science, Casey. <laughs> Science, Casey. <laughs> okay. So, 
yeah, so they just had microphones. So the chamber the people were given was stocked with a cot without bedding, running water, toilets, and enough dried food to last them for over a month. There were also a bunch of books. So the five subjects were indeed political prisoners from World War II. Wait, wait, wait. What would be your book that you would bring? Well, what would be my book that I would bring? You can say anything besides for Thundercats. Warrior Cats? Warrior Cats. You can say anything besides for Warrior Cats. Dude. I don't know. I guess I'd bring a long one. I would just pick one. Because at some point, then I'll read the book. Like, War and Peace yeah. or something. You know, like a really I'd bring, like, book. the Communist Manifesto. That's a really short book, so good luck reading that for 30 years. No, 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 no. For 30 days, first of all. Oh. Second of all, it's very dense. Have you tried reading it? Uh... <laughs> It's very hard. No comment. It's very hard. It would probably take me the, all of the 30 days See, to get through it. We read it in, like, one of my AP classes, but not, like, reading all of it. It was, like, yeah. reading, like, this Snippets. passage. Yeah, Yeah, like, so, I've read passages, but I think consuming all of it at once would take a lot of time to process. Yeah. And it would take a lot of rereading. But you wouldn't have any it. other books, like, for example, the dictionary. I would come out a full-blown communist. I am a perfect Russian, okay? Oh but I am what Russia wanted. Say... <laughs> I indeed I bet on to Thank you, you Marx. Vladimir. Um so the subjects were told that if they participated they would be freed. Um they were told not to sleep for thirty days while they monitored their activities. So everything was good for the first five days and then it was noted that they continued to talk uh, more as time went on they continued to talk about traumatic events increasingly. Mm. So like they were really, you know, trauma bonding right in this yeah, moment. They were like a, yeah. a sleepaway camp. Yeah, and they were staying up for days straight. They were like, well, we have to be here. And around day four, that's, they took like an especially dark turn. And we're just like, Which, yeah, like first full, of all, like sharing every dark thought type. Yeah, like spending that much time awake in general, insane. Yeah. Spending that much time awake with other people. Like, I'll cry if somebody says the wrong thing to me if I've been awake for more than 19 hours. Yeah, and they are being told that they have to stay awake to be freed. And yeah, well, stimulant. it's done by this gas. Yeah, it's yeah. done by the gas. <laughs> Both motivational and forced. Yeah, me when I was trying to get through finals <laughs> on the gas. Literally. Getting through it. <laughs> the gas is my prescription Adderall. Thank you. <laughs> if you're my psychiatrist, don't listen to my podcast, okay? Stay away, that's weird. Get out. So... Not a safe space for you. <laughs> um. So they were told not to sleep for 30 days, and everything was good, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, day five... After they, you know, started taking that dark turn in conversation, they hadn't complained the first five days, but then they started to complain, and they also uh, started to talk about the events that led them directly to where they were, and, and developed severe paranoia. Okay, can... I know why they have paranoia. The whole time you were talking, I heard about half of what you said, because my brain said, how many days do you think it would take for you to feel comfortable to poop in front of these people? Oh my god, so they're so paranoid. Yeah, like, when I moved to college, I didn't poop for the first, like, six days. <laughs> yeah. Because of anxiety. You were shy. You were feeling a little unsafe in your environment. It's really hard. Yeah, so you know? no wonder they're paranoid. They have to shit. And they're being hurt. Their shit can be heard and watched that mirror. So maybe they're not being recorded, but it's still, like, there's so there could be so many people watching. Yeah. Vladimir Putin could be watching you shit right now. Isn't that scary? Yeah, it is. It's really sad, actually. I feel like everybody in Russia is, every time they poop, thinks Vladimir Putin could be watching me shit right now. Um, and good for them. <laughs> Sorry, Vlad. Uh, so, you know, they stopped talking to each other in this paranoid state. 
so on scared. day five. On day five, yeah. Okay, so they were like becoming besties, yeah, trauma bonding. Yeah, they were really bonding. trauma bonding, and then on day five they said, oh, but you were evil. Like, you could be someone who's evil. Because now that I'm thinking about how I got here, I don't know who you are if you're oh, a spy. Oh, so they like don't trust each other. Yeah, so um, this oh, led Oh, because they them. all were prisoners, weren't they? Yeah, they were all prisoners of war. They were just like four, oh, prisoners five of war. random people okay. of, yeah, from World War Two. Okay. I don't know where from, because yeah. I'll tell you at the end. Yeah. But, um, so they stopped talking to each other in this paranoid state, and they started talking directly to the microphones, whispering to them, thinking that if they sold out their comrades, it would get them free sooner. So they were just selling each other out, all the secrets, mm. all of them. The dirty deeds. All, all the dirty deeds. And after day nine, one of the subjects began to scream nonstop. He ran the length of the chamber and repeatedly yelled for three hours straight. And after that, he tried to scream after three hours, but he could only squeak as he had tired his voice, and the researchers thought that maybe he had, like, shred his vocal cords from screaming at the top of his lungs for three hours. God damn. Maybe he shred his vocal cords from doing that. Anyways, um, the most shocking part of this was that the other subjects did not have any sort of reaction to the screaming. They just kept whispering in the microphones. Mm, What were they saying? They were like, Franklin is a nasty I want to know what I saw him do? I saw him pick his nose and eat it. He thought no one was watching. Franklin, we're all in the same can room. Can we talk about how you can kind of do that through these vents in this house? <laughs> Wait, you know, on the other side He's of the standing. house, you can just, like, whisper. Franklin is a nasty. <laughs> Katie is a nasty bitch. <laughs> Literally, the ghost who lives in your house is like, Nick. <laughs> um, anyways, so. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so. So, uh, after they didn't have any reaction to the screaming, um, two of the non-screamers tore up one of the books and started to rub them with their own shit, and then they stuck the... Oh, they pooped. Yeah, they shit. Woo-hoo. And then they rubbed it on the books, and then... They pooped. <laughs> they pooped. <laughs> they pooped. Uh, war prisoners first poop check. Um, so... <laughs> They tore out these book pages and rubbed them in their poop, and they stuck yeah. them to the window mirror. What, but what book do you think they chose first for the poop? <laughs> the Communist Manifesto. <laughs> the Constitution of the, the United States of America. <laughs> I love you, Vlad. <laughs> the Bible. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And right after they put these papers, these shit-covered papers, over mm-hmm. the mirror, Kaka. yeah, uh, they stopped screaming. So oh, that's it worked! Cool. Oh my yeah. god, they literally just felt better after they pooped. Yeah, he's like, holy shit! Isn't that uh, insane? Stop watching me, please! <laughs> oh, and they covered the glass with it. They really yeah. were just poop shy. And so <laughs> they were also no longer being observed because they didn't have any closed circuit cameras. So ah. after three days passed, the researchers were frequently checking the microphones to make sure they were working, thinking it would be impossible for no sound to be coming through them with five people inside so they didn't talk for three straight days and the oxygen levels inside the chamber and the oxygen consumption indicated that all five must still be alive because it was the amount of oxygen that five people would consume at very heavy levels of strenuous activity think about being silent for 72 hours straight i can't (laughs) i would laugh (laughs) (laughs) looking at each other like (laughs) who's gonna say it first like with the four other strangers, war prisoners. Okay, so they feared on the 14th day, the researchers um, did something they promised that they wouldn't do, and they used the intercom inside the chamber hoping to provoke any response because they thought they were dead. Or vegetables. 
Or vegetables. Yeah, or I feel vegetables. like that vegetables part would probably make more sense just with, like, the gas that was the experimental gas being tested yeah, on they, humans for the first time. It could be toxic, too, in large yeah. quantities. And how do they Well, and, like, it? maybe it put them in a comatose state because if the oxygen is still being used but they're not talking or moving or anything, like, if they don't hear anything on the other side of the door... Yeah. Then it's... Like, it would make sense if they, like, passed out. Yeah, they could just be, like, sitting but there with still, their like, eyes open, like, awake in some way. Yeah, or, like, it could have, being in the system prolonged, could have caused, like, paralysis. Yeah. You know? And I guess that would produce strenuous breathing, because your, like, yeah. body is struggling to stay And then alive. especially if they didn't have the, if they couldn't monitor them live, the only thing they had was the oxygen level. It's like, well, if they're par- paralyzed right now, how soon until they go unconscious they die yeah you know so like you kind of have to do open the doors at some point i mean they're doing an experiment too so if they can't observe them like what experiment are they doing yeah yeah so they feared they'd be dead or vegetables so they announced over the intercom we are opening the chamber to test the microphones step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot compliance will earn one of you your immediate freedom yeah yeah i volunteer as tribute (laughs) i will be free thank you That was not the one I wanted. I'm so sorry. It was effective. My God complex in my head. It was just laughing. That was not the one I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they only heard one singular calm voice respond, however, and it said, we no longer wish to be freed. Mm. Yeah. So the researchers and military funders began debates as to how to proceed because, uh, you know, that was kind of spooky. That was the first noise that they'd heard. It's like, what the fuck? Did you just hear that shit? Yeah. You what don't want to get out of this room that you're sealed in? Come yeah. on. You crazies. And <laughs> You crazies. You crazies. I can't you're believe so you're being so goofy. wild. Ugh. Just being a little bonkers so boy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they finally decided that they'd open the door on the 15th day at midnight. So the chamber was flushed of the stimulant gas and filled with fresh air, and immediately voices from the microphones began to object. Three voices began to beg, as if pleading for their lives or for their loved ones, um, to turn the gas back on. And the chamber was opened, and soldiers were sent to retrieve the test subjects, but they began to scream, and soldiers saw what was inside. Oh god, hold on, time out. So they turned off the (laughs) gas, and they were like... (laughs) More, please. More. Yeah, please don't turn it off. We love that stuff. We love the gas. Yes, they began to beg, like, please, no, please, don't take that from me, Mm. please. And directly into the microphones. And so, but they opened the chamber still. That's like me at McDonald's directly into the microphones. (laughs) No, please. Please, please, more, please. (laughs) I'm sorry, sir. The milkshake machine is not working. No, please, please. Yeah, so they, you know, they opened it anyways against their will at this mm-hmm. point and i don't know so the article that i read said they began to scream but it didn't specify if the they was the soldiers or the the people being researched the war prisoners because what was inside warning this is gruesome <laughs> so four out of the five were still alive um the food hadn't been touched and chunks of meat from the dead test subjects thighs and chest were struck were stuffed into the drain um, in the center of the chamber, which blocked the drain and allowed four inches of water to accumulate on the floors. And how much of the water was actually blood was never determined. Because so they're sitting in like a murky, bloody water, four inches of blood. And water. they're also like cut open, so like they're sharing murky, yeah, blood um, water 
inside juice. And this guy's dead, so, like, what if they'd eaten part of his stuff? I don't know. I don't know if they looked at it. Oh, they probably did. Yeah. Well, and the four surviving test subjects also had large portions of muscle and skin torn from their bodies. So researchers determined that this was self-inflicted as they had some exposed bones on their fingertips. Um, mm. Showing that they'd, like, ripped, really. And the abdominal organs below the rib cage of the four surviving subjects had been removed. While the lungs, heart, and diaphragm remained in place, the skin and most of the muscles attached to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing the lungs. And all Oh, that sounds like a saw, like the movie Saw. It like does, one of those really. machines. Yeah. There's I, one that's called the Angel of Death that, <laughs> like, rips the uh, ribs open in the way that they just described. I wonder if this incident is where that like inspiration came from for mm-hmm. the creator of saw yeah eli roth an amazing eli roth if you're director. listening so did you do it did, did you, you get did is this you, where you got hey the eli hey girly hey eli did um, you do this experiment no 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 did you, did, was this a pivotal point in your research <laughs> but uh, on top behind? of that this seems really similar to saw all of this so eli did he you should do, do this? a movie on <laughs> The Russian sleep experiment. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. That'd be fucking dope, because he is, like, a torture porn director, you know? Like, it is blood gore. That would make sense for this. It sure is. Anyway, back you to the that, blood the... and the gore. And the gore. Yeah. <sighs> wah, wah. Yeah, I'm glad we did a gruesome morning here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all the blood vessels and organs remained intact and had been taken out and laid across the floor, fanning out around the still-alive subjects. So... That's nice. Um. There's a song that's called uh, Five Minutes, and it's a musical theater song, and in the chorus, or the whole song is just her talking about how many miles of veins and how many pumps of blood per minute, and then she's like, but I love myself, and then she's just like, um, <laughs> Eighteen so gallons, dumb. 15 minutes, 347 feet. Do you know but it? I love myself. <laughs> no. Well, that's basically how it goes. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Google it. Just type in five minutes, girl singing musical theater song. 525,640. So, the subjects... <sighs> <laughs> um... <laughs> continued to scream and protest to be left in the chamber and for the stimulant to be left on so they didn't fall asleep and the subjects put up a fierce fight as they were being removed from the chamber one of the russian soldiers throats was ripped out and another was gravely injured by having his testicles ripped off and an artery on his leg severed by one of the subjects teeth and oh my god do you think that (laughs) he bit his testicles off the prisoner yeah Yeah, the word yes no 100 percent Ooh. Oh, yeah. How does that make you feel? <laughs> that would have been me if I was one of these. I'd be like, oh, it's the sleep. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm just so exhausted. Oh, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Mind if you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, uh, four soldiers did uh, die after the experiment, oh, too. Um, yeah, they commit suicide. So during oh. this struggle to remove the four war prisoners, one of them spleen ruptured, and he bled out almost immediately. So oh, yeah, because the, they were already, like, cut open. Well, they so cut I themselves mean, open like, and fanned their veins and stuff yeah. all over the floor. Like, fu- who the fuck does that? At I that don't point, care how like long you've been away. At that point, stuffing them back together oh and God. carrying them out. <laughs> no, I go in and I see that. I close the door. I quit my job. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, no one is paying me enough to deal with that. Leaving that for whoever comes no, in for the like, next shift. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
sorry, I really didn't get to that, so you're gonna have to do that. Yeah, later. so sorry, I just yeah. left something in the back for you. It's really immediate, so you yeah. should definitely like check no, that just out. get around yeah. to it when you can. Have a good day though. Oh my god, how's your baby? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, so uh, researchers tried to sedate him, the guy who was spleen burst. But this proved to be impossible. He was injected with more than 10 times the human dose of morphine and still fought like a cornered animal. He broke the ribs and arm of one doctor, even, even though he had a ruptured spleen. And his heart seemed to beat for a full two minutes after he bled out to the point that there was more air in his vascular system than blood. And even after it stopped, oh, like he continued. Wheezing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And he, even after his heart stopped, he continued to scream and flail for another three minutes, attempted to attack anyone in the research uh, room, and repeatedly croaked the word more until he died. So we just really wanted more of that stimulant. That's like very zombie, crackhead, neurological, like, yeah. just in your system, your spinal system, you know? Yeah, like you really need the, the withdrawal effects... Maybe that's what this is, largely. Just withdrawal, right? Just because, like, you've been sitting in this thing and it's yeah. keeping you awake. Yeah. yeah. Maybe when my plug's dry. <laughs> <laughs> More wheezing oh, until you die. <laughs> um, I need it. So the three surviving subjects were restrained and moved to a medical facility. One of these survivors was the screamer, whose vocal cords were not intact, and all of them begged to be kept awake. The most injured of the three was taken in for surgery, and in the process of preparing him, they found that he was immune to the sedative that they had given given him. So he was immune to the sedative, and the other guy was immune to morphine. So the gas so, also inter or interacts. Well, all, I don't know. Like when I had to get stitches once upon a time, I felt like the thing didn't work to numb it because it just like bled out of me. So maybe they're bleeding so much that like it, the. Oh yeah. And just going through them. But then like ten But also times it could be how the gas is interacting with that. Like if the gas is an insane upper, a downer isn't gonna bring you all the way down. Like especially if it was an upper that has kept you up for fifteen, how, 15 fucking days. days. Yeah. What? Yeah. A um, big party though. <laughs> yeah. They really could have raved. Um the most yeah, so he fought against restraints, the most injured one. Um and he they eventually found an anesthetic gas that worked to put him under more so gas after he, yeah so <laughs> they tried gas. the sedative oh my god he only likes gas uh, just it's like people like who it. only do whippets <laughs> i don't, i don't want to meet them i, I know think. a few <laughs> terrifying um <laughs> he managed to tear most of the way through one of his restraints it was a four-inch-wide leather strap on his wrist, and uh, even though there was a 200-pound soldier holding that wrist as well, he still chewed through this restraint. And it took a lot of anesthetic to put him under, but the minute he was under, his heart stopped, and he died. Mm. So as soon as he fell asleep, he died. Oh. I feel that sometimes. That's <laughs> after a really long week. I'm like, um, yeah. In the autopsy, it was found that his blood had triple the normal level of oxygen, his muscles that were so once more like wheezy you know like i don't they're talking about how much um there's a lot more oxygen in his heart so i don't know what that says about like your breath the way that you well before they described it as in like there was more co in his blood than um, blood yeah in his blood, blood. <laughs> Does that make there was more CO there in was that more blood than there was air blood in his blood than liquid in his blood? 
Yeah, so... You know? Oh, yeah, so I guess they really would have struggled to be breathing. I don't know, guy. I haven't taken science in years. But, you know, whoever knows what that means. <laughs> so, uh, his muscles that were still attached to his body were badly torn, and he had broken nine bones in his struggle to not be put under. So that guy, he was just, like, flat out dead. Like, there was every part Ripskies. of him should have been dead. So when he finally fell asleep, he was just, like, done. Honestly good. The sweet, sweet release. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> the second survivor, the guy who had the screaming, broken vocal cords guy, the screamy guy. Yeah. His vocal cords were still fucked, so he wasn't able to object to the surgery. He just violently shook his head in disapproval. Uh... And when someone suggested that they try the surgery without the anesthetic, he agreed. And he didn't react to the entire six-hour procedure where they replaced his abdominal organs and attempted to cover them with his remaining skin. One of the nurses said that the patient smiled at her every time their eyes met during the procedure without anesthetic. He was in no pain. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. What literally, the fuck? Literally. That's insane. That's insane. That's disgusting. That is so fucking scary. That's what it feels like when you're getting a tattoo for three hours and you're like, oh, I'm a a warrior. Smiling every (laughs) single time you meet their eyes. (laughs) Um, And when the surgery ended, the subject looked at the surgeon and he wheezed really loudly trying to talk. So they got him a pen and paper and he wrote, keep cutting. So the other two remaining subjects were given the same surgery also, without anesthetic, the surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation on the other two patients as they continued to laugh. And once they were paralyzed, finally, under like the anesthetic, the subjects could only follow the researchers with their eyes. And the paralytic cleared their system in an abnormally short amount of time, however, and they soon tried to escape their bonds. So they just are really crazy. Yeah. Generally. At yeah. this point, it's like a quality of life thing. It's like just... Yeah, just euthanize yeah. them. Well, when they could speak again, they asked for more stimulant gas, and the researchers asked why they had injured themselves and why they wanted more gas, and their only response was, I must remain awake. So they were all put back into their restraints, and they were placed in the chamber to await the determination as to what should happen to them. Which also, I think it's kind of fucked up they were just put in that same chamber. Is there not another chamber? Where they're yeah. not just four inches of Still blood and a dead pee, man? poo poo ground. Yeah. Like, did you clean the mirrors? And who had to clean the mirrors? Oh, I would have quit. Yeah. Bro. The intern. Bro. <laughs> the intern came in, and they were like, shit, no, you're like, kidding. No. You're kidding. Vladimir, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) You said I'd be doing clerical work. Um, But at this point, they were, uh, you know, they were considering euthanizing the subjects since the experiment was failed and arguably, like, it would have been more humane. But the commanding officer in XKGB, what does that mean? That's like the CIA, but for Russia. Cool. So an X. KGB saw potential, however, and wanted to see what would happen if they were placed back on the gas. He's like, no, 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 I like what's happening here. It's kind of like, crazy. Do, let's do it again, right? <laughs> like, they want to, we want to. Um, so in preparation for being sealed in the chambers... Wait, wait, wait. Do you think at some point him and one of the patients got caught in a room and the patients, like, threw him a pitch? <laughs> and was like, an, a full elevator pitch. <laughs> Hello, in my name seconds. is Nick Lamarck. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
literally. <laughs> Today I'm here to tell you how your life can be better by, <laughs> you know. You obviously really want to do this experiment. I can guarantee that by putting us back in that chamber, you're going to get something out of this. <laughs> yeah. We? You're going to be able to lay your head down tonight and not feel guilty about making my life horrible. You're going <laughs> to know that you fulfilled all of our needs today. We want this. Yeah. So. We want this. You want this. This is beneficial for all of us. <laughs> and then he's like, well, all right. <laughs> I guess, you know. You got me this time. <laughs> he goes to the next and he's like, I see potential here, guys. I don't know. I don't know it's a business opportunity. Uh, yeah, like nothing to lose. <laughs> so in preparation for being sealed in the chambers, the subjects were connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for long-term confinement. Surprisingly, all three subjects stopped struggling as soon as they found out they were going back on the gas. So they were like, mm. yeah. Strap me in. Said, so thank God, I will do whatever you want. <laughs> Please. I will do whatever you want. Just let me have that gas. Yeah, honestly, yeah. It was obvious that all three had been putting up a big struggle to stay awake. The first subject, who was wired for an EEG, kept like holding his head off his pillow, really just like was like right above his pillow like hovering over it yeah really trying to stay awake exactly he was purposefully probably doing it to stay awake and his the researchers monitored his brain waves and were surprised to see that they were normal most of the time but sometimes flatlined in uh (laughs) inexplicably i don't know i struggled with that so (laughs) (laughs) weird is crazy man it looked as though he was repeatedly suffering from a brain death but for returning to normal so his mm. brain just kept dying and then you ever been too high and felt like that yes <laughs> frequently it's the gas man um <laughs> finally however his head hit the pillow and he fell asleep and his brain and heart flatlined as soon as he fell asleep good so another one bites the dust literally so now there's only vocal scream guy and um one remaining subject who could speak so the only remaining subject who could speak started to scream to be sealed in and his brain waves had the same flat lines like the ones that were repeated the same pattern deaths. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so the commander gave the order for the chamber to be sealed with the two alive subjects and three researchers one of the three researchers however immediately drew his gun and shot the commander then turned his gun to the mute subject and shot him too and then pointed his gun at the only remaining subject who was restrained and he said he refused to be locked in the little research room with these things and demanded the subject to tell Not him othering them yeah Aww, mm-hmm. and for him. he demanded that the subject tell him what he was like what are you what mm-hmm. why are you so yeah. and the subject smiled and said have you forgotten so easily we are you we are the madness that lurks within all of you begging to be freed at every moment in your deepest animal mind we are what you hide from in your beds every night. We are what you sedate in silence and parallel parallelis- <laughs> parallelis- <laughs> when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. The researcher, frightened, shot him. His last words were, so nearly free. leave that silence in i want everybody to be like oh it's done it's done that was the most like lawyer closing he said all right i gotta wrap this up i'm in the third act yeah yeah let's get the show on the road and um all of this is from a creepy pasta so that's where this story derives from yeah 
And it's true, some think. Some think, yeah. Some yes. people, well, there are very, a lot of things that are very similar to it um, that have been done, but not, like, as this. Like, yeah. it's like there are sleep experiments done, but it's never put in people in harm's way. You that know? we know of. That I will say that of. we know of. But also, I yeah, want to explain what of. a creepypasta is, because I guess Tommy didn't know what it was. A creepypasta is, like, it's an internet story. It's from, it's like Wattpad or someplace that has fan fiction, but it's all sort of horror-y. Slenderman yeah. came from creepypasta. Yeah, a lot of things have come from creepypasta. Yeah, but uh, this is a big one. Russian sleep experiment, but it is fictional. Mm-hmm. Assumably. Yeah. Well, I yeah, yeah I, have, I have details on this. Um, I'm going to blast through my secondary research because this is conspiracy week conspiracy week conspiracy week can we take a water break yeah my throat's dry sponsored by water sponsored by amazon water welcome back oh yeah hi uh okay um Yes, yeah, so for my portion, I kind of have a brief history about the creepypasta and about... <laughs> oh, Elio, buddy, me. are you okay? Oh, that was Bambino. Bam. Good, Bam. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so I'm going to start first with some uh, details on what would actually happen if you were staying up for 24 hours or more. Um, And I go up until, like, what would happen at the four-day mark when they started going crazy, crazy. Uh, Yeah. So most of this information is from Healthline, and I just... The story is quite literally impossible, and it doesn't make sense for anybody to possibly stay up for that long, like, it's actually impossible. It's, yeah, physically impossible. Uh, so the breakdown of it. After 24 hours of no sleep, it won't cause any major health problems, but you can expect to feel, feel like, tired and off. According to the CDC, the Center uh, for Disease Control and Prevention, uh, they have one of their sources that they use said a 24-hour sleep deprivation is the same as having a blood alcohol concentration of 0.10%, uh, and that's higher than what it is to drive. Last week, we talked about it being 0.08%. Yeah, so... As the legal limit. If you stay up for 24 hours, then you basically are drunk. Yeah. Uh, You're impaired the same way you would be as if you were drunk. Um, So staying awake for 24 hours, some of the symptoms can be drowsiness, irritability, anger, increased uh, risk of stress, decreased alertness, impaired concentration, brain fog, fatigue, tremors, uh, reduced coordination, increased risk of mistakes or accidents, food cravings, puffy eyes, large under eye circles. So it's like we've all had to pull an, uh, yeah. uh, all nighter before at some point. You know, like we've all kind of done it. You just feel yeah. kind of shitty. And you look kind of, you yeah. Know, you look a little rough. But we but give in at that point normally and we go to bed. kind of come from if you like only get a few hours of sleep. Of sleep, for yeah. A week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. So when you miss 36 hours of sleep, your symptoms become more intense. Uh, you have an overwhelming urge to sleep constantly. You may start to have micro-sleeps or brief periods of sleep without realizing it. Micro-sleep usually lasts up to 30 seconds, so it's like nodding off. Oh, uh, different parts of your brains will have a hard time communicating with each other. This severely impacts your cognitive performance, causing symptoms like impaired memory, difficulty learning new information, behavioral changes... Which would make sense, like, 36 hours starting to end this story. 
they're starting to lose it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, difficulty processing social cues, slow reaction time, increased errors. You're also more likely to experience physical effects like increased appetite, increased inflammation, impaired immune function, and extreme fatigue. So already after not sleeping for three days, uh, or for two and a half days, your body, your actual immune system is impaired. Yeah. So it's, like, harder for your body to fight off just illness in Which general. Which would explain, like, their hearts kind of yeah. taking more oxygen, I guess, because mm-hmm. they need more oxygen. Uh, so sleeping, missing sleep for 48 hours is known to be as extreme sleep deprivation. At this point, it's even harder to stay awake. You're more likely to have microsleeps. You might often hallucinate, and this normally uh, occurs when you see or uh, feel things that aren't actually there. Other possible effects include depersonalization, anxiety, heightened stress levels, increased irritability, and extreme fatigue. So you start to lose sense of who you are, and you start to engage toxically with with your environment. Yeah. Uh, Awake for 72 hours. After three days of sleep loss, your urge to sleep will get worse. You may experience more frequent uh, and longer micro-sleeps. The sleep deprivation will significantly impair your perception. Your hallucinations might become more complex, and you might also have delusions, disordered thinking, and depersonalization. Yeah, because at that point, they were still sort of just talking and vibing. Yeah. Yeah. And they were really relying on each other to stay coherent with their own, like, stories, you know? They yeah. were, like, sharing traumas, but all experiencing the same traumas, you know? Yeah. Uh, after four days, your perception of reality will be severely distorted. Uh, your urge for... Your your urge. Your urge. Your, your urge <laughs> your for orge. sleep will also feel unbearable. If you miss uh, so much sleep that you're unable to interpret reality, it's also called sleep deprivation psychosis. When sleep deprivation psychosis goes away, or typically sleep deprivation psychosis goes away once you get enough sleep but it can take up to a week to break out of with getting at least eight hours or more a night it can take a week to break psychosis if you're sleep deprived that bad yeah so So they would they i mean i guess it's possible that they could be in psychosis but after 15 days if your immune system is already compromised and you're putting yourself in infectious situations and you're literally like inflamed oh you're in you're in so many infectious situations there's because the paranoia would make sense or the anxiety or like the hallucinations could tell them to do Mm -hmm. things but wouldn't they be talking to them yeah they'd be interacting with them they wouldn't go catatonic yeah so interesting yeah and it just basically goes to show that like this couldn't have possibly happened. Yeah, but it does sound kind of realistic when you first... I mean, they've tried it, which is how they know this thing's happened, you know? Yeah. Or they have no st- stories of it, events of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, so the next thing is the origins of this creepypasta. I got this directly from the website. Uh, it says, there is some disagreement as to where the story first originated. Uh, while some sources claim that the tale's first appearance can be linked back to a user known only as Orange Soda... Who posted the story to the Creepypasta website on August 10th, 2010. Others trace its origins uh, to an August 8th, 2009 post by RIP747 WordPress blog. Pointing out so that the story... Some... Yeah, there's drama there's... on who created oh. this. Is it Orange Soda? Or is it RIP747 WordPress blog? Word... WordPress blog. WordPress blog. <laughs> uh... Anyway, they pointed out that the story was also posted on the Mies board of bodybuilding forums by a user named falcon punch on august 20th 2009 which would again predate orange soda's post on creepypasta so orange soda you're a lying ass bitch this isn't yours oh my god so they seriously plagiarized and got famous 
Um, it's also worth noting that the post on the RIP 747 blog claimed that the story has been shared with him by his brother. And while this may just be a narrative device intended to distance the author from the piece, it could also be regarded as evidence that the story existed prior to this post. So this could so, have been like a word of mouth thing that somebody told someone as like a scary story or a yeah. grandpa told someone as a scary story. Or his story. brother was actually Russian and he had been reincarnated into yeah. this American body. Yeah. And so he did a regression and he one day he woke up and he was like, oh my God. Like Red bro. Sparrow or Salt? Yes. Yes. Mostly mm. Red Sparrow. Yeah, just the sexy parts, though. Just the sexy <laughs> yeah. parts. Uh, following Orange Soda's post on Creepypasta, a page was set up for the story on August 16th, 2010. The story was then picked up and read aloud on Mr. Creepypasta's channel on November of 2011. After being shared by Griffin23 and receiving favorable reactions by the uh, What the Fuck subreddit, in October of 2012, the story got a dedicated site, RussianSleepExperiment.com, on March 7th, 2013. Middle school for me, us. As our Keep last year of middle school. school. Yeah. Uh, the story was read aloud on YouTube over black and white images by I Read Creepypastas and a video uploaded on the 1st of October 2013. This may be the first time that the narrative was linked to the images so famously associated with it. And in its first year alone, the video garnered over 11 million views. Which is kind of insane that that many people viewed this. The image that's also like the thumbnail on YouTube is another creepypasta. It's another picture of a creepypasta. Oh. So it's not even the Russian sleep experiment creepypasta, it's like just OG like art. It's a different monster. It has a name, I forgot it. Weird. But yeah. That's so crazy. So that's the details behind the Russian sleep experiment and how it's not real. And also orange soda is a lying ass bitch. I feel like I definitely listened to that video in middle school. Mm, yeah, no. probably. I know yeah. I definitely did. Yeah. So I guess the real conspiracy theory is, is Orange Soda lying? Or is, yeah. Not, so is who this, wrote it? Orange Soda, real? who did you plagiarize from? Yeah. Was Stupid it, lying. Was it uh, Rip 747? Was it Rip 747's brother? Was who it was it? Griffin 23? Who was it? Oh, no. Griffin 23 also sort of plagiarized because Griffin... There's a lot of plagiarization. Yeah, with they just this. keep copying and pasting. Like, can someone Reddit? I don't Reddit ugh. sleuths. I can't believe that. Yeah, me either. Fuck. Uh, credit the artist, guys. Credit the artist. Put their art. Tag them. Put their at. Their art. Put their art. Put their art. Put their art. Put their art. <laughs> Put their okay. Art. Uh. So. Well. We didn't do it yet. But we need to. Girl boss gatekeep gaslight. Ugh. Hmm. Um. Gatekeep. Okay. And I'm going to gatekeep myself from mental illness. This Good for you. Week. Good for Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Phyllis. You. Oh. Scream it. Phyllis. Phyllis and on the bed in the back. Fuck. Oh. Fuck. Oh. Mm. Gaslight. Phyllis is feeling gaslighty this week. And why, Phyllis? Oh, oh my gosh Not the dirty secret. deeds the dirty deeds uh kelsey uh, what are you feeling girl boss yes girl boss Ooh. fucking bitches and getting money yeah yeah yes Corny. Corny. <laughs> anyway, I'm also a girl boss. Yeah, you said you were feeling kind of girl boss at the beginning. I am a girl boss. I guess that you would say I wasn't girl feeling boss. girl boss. You I am girl, girl boss. boss. I'm a warrior. Boss. Cat. 
Ciao. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, three sentence summary. Oh, uh, Casey's I'm been so preparing. Excited. He's an avid listener of the podcast. So we just decided that Casey is doing all three sentences. Uh, he's going balls to the wall, hitting a home run, first time out, and here we go, Casey. Okay. Oh, you have to verbalize your periods. I'm drunk. No, you got it. You got it. No, don't. Do I have it? Five American soldiers mm. commit witchcraft to survive with this gas going on in this chamber, period. Yes. Soldier that watched this all go down survives, okay, and moves to America where he has children, okay? Are you adding to this story? Period. Okay. Yeah, he's making a whole other story. Whoa. This is where we get the creepy pasta post, okay, from the original user oh. creating this whole thing that is quote unquote a conspiracy. However, tis real has only been word of mouth the entire time and is just now hitting major headlines. Did you just, first of all, A, not do our segment, then B, derail our entire podcast? You created a conspiracy theory? You created theory? a whole different conspiracy. On... It's, you guys just gave me a PowerPoint presentation, basically, yeah, on this. Yeah. You're welcome, yeah. And you're expecting yeah. me not to create summaries? No, 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 no I no. absolutely that was, I agree You were creating inferences, that. but your original sentence summary was fantastic. Oh, <laughs> I think your conspiracy is considerable. Follow the prompt <laughs> <Considerable>. next time. <laughs> um, okay, you... No, but Loki, that could... Yeah, no, I could definitely like, see I that. See this is very like much the same Captain vein America as the Dietloff Pass. Oh, yeah. Of, like, what actually happened. Could maybe part of this happened, and then through, like, telephone hyperboles, started to, like, become more than what it was, but still be these people that were locked in this room for a long time experiencing this drug doing traumatic things and these ideas of them pulling their veins and laying them off the room or around the room were just like drama dramatizations of that you know yeah i think it's a very if you strip it down all of the meat and bones down to a structural skeleton of what the story is and the characters and events that take place it is like plausible. it seems more realistic yeah. Especially, it's when know, you put the zhuzh yeah. on it. There's that it's a like, lot man. of shit. The Russian government was like, we don't have to talk about that, you guys. You hear us, Vlad? We're calling yeah. you out. We gotta stop. We we're already pushing it with Jeff, but now we're Vlad is mm. gonna come and try. Every to bald stop. white man will hate us. <laughs> well, here's me looking in the mirror. <laughs> I'm like, I'm I hate us too. Well, guys, uh, um, you know where to find us. Killer Kush Podcast. On social medias. All of them. All of them. Except for TikTok. LinkedIn. I'll make a TikTok. It'll just be me eating cereal every day. What if I do that? <laughs> Please do. <laughs> it's follow, actually going to have nothing Katie to do with Follow Katie on our Kush. TikTok. <laughs> yeah, it's just Katie eating cereal. Yeah. Uh, please submit us noises for sound of the week. There is a form in the bio. <laughs> That's how we feel about <laughs> you if you don't do it. Yeah, if you don't do it. <laughs> but if you do. You know wank, that wank, 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 yeah. uh, But yeah, so you get the gist. You've, you've probably been here before if you're on episode eight with us. Yeah. So uh, it's nice seeing you. Tell your mom I said hello. Yeah, have a great night. I hope your grandma gets better. Oof. Bye. <laughs>